1: That's a football game that officially provides a week of content. But we're not going to be spending all week talking about the old news, yesterday's newspaper, Dallas Cowboys. Not with the Philadelphia Eagles waiting for the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC title game, which is going to kick off at noon on Sunday. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the conference championship game, 49ers fans. Ray, welcome to monday how you doing it's monday it's your own judgment it's monday but it's a monday that gives us an awful lot to talk about based on what we saw a 1912 win over the dallas cowboys and before we start interrogating anyone before we start getting deep into what details we want to get into real quick what is your overarching takeaway from yesterday's game. What's the one thing that I mean, like there's there's one thing that I thought walking
0: out of there, probably above and beyond anything else. What's yours? That the 49ers offense can be kept in check by a really good defense. But that the 49ers defense probably can't be kept in check by anybody. I hate how much we're starting to think alike. Because the one
1: thing that I thought about is that the 49ers just won a playoff game without a big game from anybody on offense. One big a, play. That's a testament to uh, how good the defense was. And look, Kyle Shanahan, he coached his butt off yesterday. Dan Quinn coached his rear end off yesterday. The Dallas Cowboys defense came to not just play, but to win and had they gotten anything that resembled the type of offense that they might have been expecting they might win that game kevin mccarthy though got his
0: butt kicked well no he didn't yes he did mike mccarthy he, or mike mccarthy kevin McCarthy, mccarthy's me. the speaker of the house <laughs> I just, and him getting his butt kicked is something we can look forward to in the days to come
1: he got his butt kicked too i just it's a, it's a time to kick mccarthy's out there
0: but mike mccarthy
1: obviously just did not have Uh, A quarterback who was going to execute, and the minute that Pollard went down, they were in a world of trouble. Because just as Tim Callishaw said to us, Ezekiel Elliott screams, I don't have it anymore. He really does. And if he even did have it, what he doesn't have is a good pair of hands. And when they tried to start using him as a receiving back, those are just incompletions waiting to happen. Dak Prescott was awful. You would think that that is the only story to cover Based on the coverage of that 49ers win by the national media, we are here to report to you that something else happened other than the Dallas Cowboys losing. And that something was the 49ers winning. Under circumstances, we didn't necessarily think that they would win under. The offensive line did not have a good day. Christian McCaffrey did not necessarily have a particularly good day. Brock Purdy. Spent the entire afternoon, evening, uh, creating very little memorable play with his arm or his legs. Uh, you know, I, 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 I. Fred Warner had nine tackles and in an interception. You know, Ibukam had the, the the sack and and the blocked point after touchdown. Diomador Lenore was like, call me weak link all week long weak link this he had the first interception of the day but look the, the 49ers the 49ers just won a game where you did no nobody nobody had a big game nobody nobody had a big game offensively no one no one so it's it's a day where the 49ers their defense allowed them to get away with a little bit of murder they really did Purdy didn't score with his arm or his legs. McCaffrey had his worst production since joining the team. No niner had more than 51 run rushing yards. No niner caught more than six balls. No niner cracked 100 yards receiving. The team was held to under 115 yards rushing. That game had you're probably going to lose written all over it. But the defense made the plays when it need to. Cowboys made a couple of huge mistakes when they needed to to help the 49ers anyways and they're going to philadelphia and that's the game that this conference actually deserves it really is we don't need to see part three eagles cowboys more than we needed to see one part of
0: 49ers versus eagles a couple of things happened that decided this game early though as as much as the 49ers never ran away from it Prescott's two interceptions in the first half. That's usually a tip that your guy's in trouble. And then when Pollard went down, all of a sudden now you couldn't trust them to throw the ball well, and now you couldn't run at all. And weirdly, the guy that everybody talked about all week, Brett Marr, was okay. I think he made Mike McCarthy sweat some after the the first PAT got blocked. But He was not any of the reason why the Cowboys didn't win. The Cowboys didn't win because they had no discernible offense. They couldn't trust anybody. And once Pollard went down, they didn't really have a weapon. I I think C.D. Lamb made one impactful catch the whole day. They had one field flipping play the
1: entire day. Otherwise, Dak didn't have three completions that went more than 10 yards. Only two completions were bigger than 10 yards the entire game, I believe, for Dak
0: Prescott. And and the 49ers one touchdown caused in part because George Kittle made a major circus catch. He did. He did. That, that had... was that was their one standout play. And it's kind of a weird tribute to them that their defense, which as excellent as it has been, has been kind of overlooked by people when they want to talk about the 49ers all year long. And the other guy who stood out was Robbie Gold who's 100 years old today. Robbie Gold had a good
1: day. He might have had the best day offensively for the 49ers yesterday, and someone's like, here, Kittle had a big day. Kittle had a good day. He had a huge catch that reminded, if you're old enough, lynn Swan. Look it up, kids. I mean, the way that he bobbled that and caught it, he was falling down. It was unbelievable, the catch that George Kittle had, probably the best catch of his entire life all things considered and what it ended up doing. But George Kittle did not have a big day in comparison to the days that he was having with Brock Purdy to bring the Niners to this moment. He had turned into Travis Kelsey with Brock Purdy. He was not Travis Kelsey yesterday. The 49ers won because the entire team kept chopping wood. Even when they weren't cutting down trees, they kept chopping wood all day long and the Cowboys could get nothing going.
0: Nothing going. It was, a, it was a great defensive game, if that's the, the kind of thing you enjoy. Because the Cowboys, their, their secondary was better than people thought there would be. And their front seven handled, I thought, the 49er offensive line for the most part. Because it took the running game a long time to get going. And it wasn't until the, the touchdown run by McCaffrey that Kyle Shanahan felt comfortable grinding the game out as a running attack so if you're going to credit the 49er defense for winning the game which i think is fair second place goes to the to the cowboys defense for playing single-handed they were fantastic the cowboys defense did everything the cowboys
1: needed for them to win that football game it was the offense that didn't go along for the ride Not that the 49ers offense necessarily went along for the ride either, but the 49ers defense was clearly the best unit. And, my goodness, on the 11-year anniversary of the Kyle Williams fumbled punt in the NFC title game against the New York Giants, that was last night. You almost had Ray-Ray McLeod giving the ball back. And when we talk about the five biggest moments of that game, there were a few moments, the defensive effort of you know, just bowing up and holding the Cowboys to a field goal right there was as big a moment as you can find in that football game yesterday. But we got the five biggest moments to share with you before we are done today. And look, I'm just going to tell you right now, right now, that game yesterday gets you beat in Philadelphia. They're going to have to be better than that. And they all know that. And they're going out there to play better than that. Philadelphia, though might be better than the Dallas Cowboys. Defensively, they are a very impressive football team. Offensively, they are a handful. And there is a commitment to the running game, which we know that the the 49ers have made a huge commitment to this running game. They averaged, though, just two and a half yards per run in that first half, third quarter. They started averaging four and a half yards per run. And I believe it came out to 4.1, 4.2 when it was all done in the wash. Because they did start killing some clock. And allowing Kyle's conservative nature to actually be a huge benefit because that game called for a little conservation and bleeding out a clock. And when it was all said and done, the 49ers walk away a winner. It was a fun one. It was a memorable game, but not for the reasons that games are usually memorable. There's a lot of little plays, there aren't many big plays, but you amount, you know, you add it all up and it's just a, a huge afternoon. We got the raw data on now the, you know, the updated numbers of the Cowboys Niners rivalry where Kyle Shanahan now stands as a playoff head coach. Robbie Gold, like Ray was saying, one of the great kickers in NFL history. Now, Brock Purdy has made a living spitting on all the odds that he continues to overcome. And he's going to continue to have to do that if the 49ers are going to say it with me. The Super Bowl. They're four quarters away from a Super Bowl, boys and girls. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.